Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the M and I podcast. I am the M. The M is me. M for Marina. Today is Sunday. Um, little life update. I was super sick a week ago. I mean, like super, super sick. Like <laughs> I woke up Saturday last week with a really bad I don't honestly know if it was a throat or ear infection, but it was just some type of infection. And I was not able to record during the week because it was <clears throat> the last week of school for my students and for me at my job. So it was a crazy week. I was going to record either Saturday or Sunday last weekend for last week's episode, but unfortunately that was not possible because I was honestly like just in so much pain, even talking and swallowing. And it was really bad Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. And then Tuesday after, I guess, being on the antibiotics for a couple of days, like it started to get a little better. Um, but then the mucus started and you know what, I'm just not going to go <laughs> that into it, TMI, but it was just, I don't know. I got really sick out of nowhere. I did not go out into the cold. I live in Houston. So <laughs> without a jacket, you know, I don't need a jacket here in Houston. So I don't really know where that came from. Usually I have like literally the best immune system. I actually joke with my friends and family that I bite my nails so much <laughs> that I'm pretty much immune to everything just because like, I feel like I'm already, you know, at the point where I've introduced my body to so many germs <laughs> that like it withstands everything. But anyway, I was just super sick last week and I was unable to record. Uh, but here we are today. It is the first weekend of June, brand new month. Holy crap. I cannot believe it is the sixth month of 2023. This year has flown by However, for me personally, so many things have happened in these past six months, like not all good, but definitely not all bad that I'm just kind of like, wait a minute, was that this year or last year? Because I just feel like the past three years or four or five just kind of meshed together. And I have to like really think about like when certain events happen because time has just been flying like, oh my God. I don't know if it's just for me or what, but yeah, time has just been flying by. So we are at the half point of the year. It's crazy because I've actually decided that this year I would like to celebrate my half birthday. So that would be at the end of June because my birthday is like smack down the last day of December. So it would be like the last day of June. And I've been saying that for the past couple months. And I realized that if I was serious about that, I pretty much have to start planning it already, whether that's a brunch or whatever I decide to do with, you know, my friends and family. But um, yeah, I got to start doing that if I'm serious about it, because I would love to spend my 28th birthday by myself, just reflecting on like the past 28 years and like my adult life choices and stuff. I don't know. I think it would be really good for me just because I'm a very independent person and I'm very, very comfortable with like being fully aware of like my, you know, triumphs and my success, just everything that I've done. I'm very aware of me being like 
the person in charge of everything I've done. And I think I want to take a day to celebrate me, a year of my life to celebrate me and also reflect on the things that I don't want to bring into 28 because I'm two years away from dirty 30. And honestly, I could not be more excited. I don't want to rush the next two years, but I also want to be 30 already. (laughs) So that was just a little rant about my half birthday and whether or not it'll happen (laughs) just because I'm crazy busy. I am teaching summer school this year and I'm also still doing my part-time job that I mentioned in the last episode. So things are a little crazy right now in my life, but you know what? I think I've said that so many times and then I look back and I'm like, oh, still got it done though. (laughs) I did that. So not worried about that in the least, but just wanted to give you guys a quick recap of kind of what's been going on in my life and why I wasn't able to record last week and just what I think I'll be doing in the month of June. But that being said, we are going to get started with today's episode. So I have been telling you guys in some episodes at the end, you know, I remind you guys that there's a forum where you can ask for advice um, just in the show notes all the time. There's a Google form and you guys can like submit your questions or whatever, and it's anonymous. And I think I like set that Google form up like back in February, if I'm not mistaken. But honestly, it has not been very successful. I know that this is a growing podcast and that like I don't have many listeners right now. So I'm not like worried about it. But I wanted to make like whether it be the first week or second week, whatever, one week in a month dedicated to answering those questions or like advice, um, you know, situations that you guys had for me. And I'm finally able to do this because I have two submissions and that is obviously not a lot, but I appreciate those two submissions. And I finally really want to do this because I think my teacher side (laughs) is just born to help others. Uh, I love helping other people, especially when I can draw from my own personal experiences to do that. Because for me, that was one of the things that like really helped in like many situations of my life, whether that was asking my mom, asking my friends or asking somebody I trusted or somebody whose opinion I could relate to on advice on what to do moving forward with my life and just my personal choices. So for me, this was a very important segment and, you know, just a form that I had down there for you guys. So I really, really appreciate those two people that send in those questions anonymously, um, I do have it set up that way. It doesn't link up to any Google account. So please, please, please feel free. At, it'll always be on the show notes at the bottom to refer. And as the months go on, I hope that, you know, more and more submissions are in and I'll be picking random ones and just focusing on those to share with you guys and do with you guys. So just make sure you're on the lookout for that. So this week's episode is going to be addressing both of those submissions. So here is the first one. Hi, Em. I am 24 years old and I am currently getting out of a seven-month relationship. We met about a year ago and were in a situationship for the first three months. After giving him an ultimatum, he finally asked me to be his girlfriend. 
I realize now that I shouldn't have done that because he never really wanted to commit to me. We broke up about two weeks ago and I am struggling with moving on, especially since we run in the same friend group. What can I do to help speed the process but still keep our friend group intact? Thanks. Okay, so this question I like because I honestly am kind of in a situation ship right now with someone <laughs> myself. So I was kind of like, oh, you're asking me, girl. <laughs> um, but first of all, um, 24 years old, for me, I always for some reason, like refer to you're not like smart enough, not that you're like, you know, dumb or something, but like your frontal lobe is not fully like, you know, developed until you're 25. So for me, every time I talk about anything in my life, if it happened prior to me at 25, I'm like, it doesn't count. Okay. And a discussion, it just doesn't count. <laughs> Kidding. But I always say, you know, I've learned so much after 25 and even from the things that I did before. Uh, but I always kind of like saw a big shift in like kind of the way I handled situations and like my approach to different things after I turned 25. So I wanted to preface like that by just kind of like valuing the fact that like I've been there. Obviously, anybody who's like past 24 has been there, probably done that. And some of us are still making those mistakes even after our frontal lobe is developed. Some of us meaning me. So, um, so for starters, I think that you're like very well aware that, you know, giving people, whether that's a guy, a friend, whatever, an ultimatum never works. I literally went through that with two of my exes and actually, it was over the same thing that I gave them an ultimatum of. And both of them failed me. And I failed myself for believing that, one, they would either keep their word when it was an ultimatum. Or two, you know, believing that they were going to do what they said. So props to you for, at 24, realizing that you shouldn't have done that because you've already, sounds like you've already reflected on, you know, it wasn't what was a smart move because... He was being honest with you from the beginning. He wasn't ready for a relationship. He wasn't ready to commit. And it was like, you know, us girls, we always want to be the savior. We always want to think we're the ones that can change somebody. And like nine out of 10, if not 10 out of 10 times, we cannot. <laughs> so that's something for a different episode. But props to you for, you know, just admitting that to yourself and knowing that in the future, you probably won't do that. Now, the actual question is, how do you, you know, like set that boundary with this person while still keeping your friend group intact since both of you are like a part of this group? That is tricky because I think something that scares all of us is just change. And whether you're able to sit with this person in a table and have a conversation about how their work week was things are always going to be different. You know, that person has probably seen you naked now. <laughs> you know, you guys have like shared intimate secrets with each other that you might not talk about at Nobu over the weekend or something. So I get that. I get that over drinks, like things are not going to be said that you probably said during pillow talk 
totally understand. Things are going to be awkward. And sometimes like it's that change that like scares us. It's us thinking like, oh, if I put myself in this situation, it's not going to be an easy conversation to be having because I know that this person hurt me or I know that I hurt this person. And absolutely, like that is something that off the bat, I can just probably guarantee that the friend group dynamic for you won't feel the same, nor will it for him. Because it just, it's impossible to go back to how things were before. You know things now that you didn't know back then. And they know things now that they didn't know back then. But I do think it's very important before like easing your way back into like social settings with these people and when he, that he's involved in to set a boundary and let yourself heal. Give yourself some time. Two weeks truly is not that long. I really cannot tell you like, oh, it should be a month or two. Like everybody moves on at their own pace. But let's say you want to bring, I don't know, a person you're talking to in a month. Is that too soon? Would you feel like it's too soon if they bring a girl around? You can't be like on eggshells or walking in your tippy toes all this time around that person. So essentially, you have to set a boundary and decide, okay, I'm not ready to see him and my group of friends is just going to have to be okay with that. What I will say and what I would do is I would talk to like my close girlfriends or like guy friends from that group. And I mean, like, like, let's say, I don't know how many of you there are, but like, let's say it's six of you, but you have a really close relationship with two of the girls. I would like, you know, maybe get a drink with them or invite them over or whatever for why night and tell them if they're, you know, your girlfriends, they probably already know the situation and just say, Hey, you know, like, I can't tell you the time, but for the next couple of outings, I'll be sitting them out because I just don't feel comfortable putting myself in that position just yet. And I think this is important for many reasons. The conversation with your friends should happen because you broke up with this person, not with your friends. And they have to know that one, you're not making them choose sides. You're not making them not talk to him. And you're also not breaking up the friend group. You just want to let them know you need some space. But if you don't do this, if I were them, I would think, well, what did we do? Am I supposed to not be talking to our guy friend because you guys broke up? It just leaves like room for so many questions that can be avoided because they're not even on your mind. It's just something you're having to do to protect your peace. And that's okay. And if you're worried about like, well, what will they say? They won't understand. Honestly, I'm going to give it to you straight. If they're your real friends, they're not only going to understand, but they're going to support it. They're going to tell you, you take as long as you need. They're not going to make you feel like you're missing out on things or guilty for not coming. They're going to understand. If they take a different approach, then I would even separate myself from that friend group and realize that you're not as intact as you probably thought you were because real friends support, not bring down. So that is definitely a reason why I would have a conversation with them. And then to go back to giving yourself time and setting that boundary. What I would do and remind myself of is that you and him are probably healing in different ways. So 
I know it's like such a cliche, but everybody like out there says like, you know, for us girls, when we go through a breakup or like a heartbreak, like we take our time, we like soak in our room, we cry, whatever for months. And then like, you know, at the six month mark, boom, we're like all better (laughs) or whatever. But for guys, usually they go through this period where they just want to like replace you and just like find anything and anyone to keep them occupied. I'm not saying anything, you know, you do you, if it's the opposite and that's what you want to do to heal. Hey, that's what you do. You know yourself best. But if you do not set that boundary of like putting space between like your friend group and like kind of like removing yourself from that situation, at least for a little bit, You're also exposing yourself to the possibility of this person bringing around somebody that could hurt your feelings. And then it's going to be more painful and even harder to deal with being around them in that setting. So I think it's like measures that like I would take before something more serious or like more painful could come, if that makes any sense. And that really is what I would do. Communication is key. Like, honestly, the amount of like heartaches, heartbreaks that I would have saved myself if I would have just had a like preventative conversation in many situations is a highly like just so many of them. So communicate with them and just believe that the people you've chosen to call your friends are going to be there. All right. So this next one says, Hi, Em. I am 18 years old and starting college in August. I have planned to be a doctor my whole life, and my whole family supports me in that decision. But the older I get, the less time I want to spend in school, since it is such a long career. (laughs) It's a realization I've had recently, so I'm really lost at a time in my life that I need to be the most sure of. I'm going into college as an undeclared major, which I haven't told my parents about, and I'm really (laughs) stressing that convo. Uh, help please. XOXO. Okay. Wow. Pause. Yay for you. If you (laughs) decide to do it and honestly, even double yay, if you decide not to, because obviously it's that gut feeling. So I would definitely like for this question, go back to listening to the episode where I talk about your gut feeling and your intuition and trusting that and kind of like knowing the difference between anxiety and like your gut feeling. Because it sounds like, well, you said yourself that like you've known what you want to do pretty much like your whole life. And it could be, you know, like one, you're nervous, you know, you're nervous about like, okay, I've always known and like I've always played with my dollies and stuff, but like now college is actually starting. And what do I do? Because now I'm not sure if I want to do it. That could just be like the nerves because now it's like actually happening. And I get that. I get that. I Obviously, I went through it. Like, I get that, you know, being anxious about something that you've anticipated for so long. And then it's actually here. Sometimes like that buildup just brings us so much anxiety. So I would go back to listening to that episode and just jotting down why you think you're having these feelings. Is it because of the timing? Because like you don't want your parents to decide for you? Or do you just really not want to do it? Or is there a sudden interest in something else that now you're like, oh, wow, well, like I didn't consider that because for the longest, like my heart was set on this. And after you figure that out, 
this is something that like for me, I know I can say very easily because I have been lucky and blessed. Probably that's like an understatement, but like lucky and blessed to have the mom that I have. And my mom and I have such a good relationship that I know some people might even hear our conversations and think like, how do you tell your mom those things? But like my mom is my mom first and she was my mom when I needed her to be my mom, meaning like she wasn't just going to let me do and run off and do whatever she knew was going to hurt me. But she is my friend above anything else. And I feel very comfortable, especially the older I get, just opening up about certain things that I wouldn't have before. So I know I can say this again because I'm very, very lucky. But so many times at that age, especially at 18 and like younger, we think that our parents are out to get us and that one, they're not going to trust that we're, you know, smart enough to know what is going to bring us our true happiness and two, that they know best. And honestly, maybe six times out of 10, they do. (laughs) I think back to some of my choices at 18 and I'm like, damn it, why didn't I listen to her? Why didn't I just do what she told me? But sometimes they have such a set plan for us that it clouds their judgment into actually seeing what's best for us. So I really would recommend sitting down and telling them that your major is undeclared because that's what it is. You're not deciding to go into fashion or teaching or just anything else. You're just a little unsure. And the good thing is that you're barely starting. So this isn't like your last semester of college and like your time is up, if you will. (laughs) You are barely starting and they will probably understand you, especially if they are the kind of parents who Remember that they were once 18 and also so unsure of what they wanted to do. And you know, it's crazy. I was literally talking about this like the other day, saying how it's wild that at 18, we aren't recommended to be like choosing like our spouses or like having kids because like we're too dumb and young, you know, type thing, like our opinions and like our feelings change all the time. But society and like the rules in life expect us to know what we want to do the rest of our lives career wise. That just like boggles my mind because I was very lucky in the sense that I knew I wanted to become a teacher. And even with all this teacher drama going on right now, as cliche as it sounds, I was born to do this. I love my job probably more than anything else in my life. Um, so, but I know not everybody thinks like that. So it is just, crazy to me that, you know, society like puts this pressure on us to decide that at 18. That was just a side note. But yeah, girl, I would just be honest and tell them where your feelings are and like the best thing that's going to happen is that they're going to understand and even better if they give you some guidance and like perspective and maybe they were there once. Maybe what they're doing now is not what they wanted to do at 18. And maybe it's something they regret, or maybe it's something that was like the best decision of their life. So sometimes getting, you know, an opinion from somebody who's been there, done that really puts things into perspective for us, which is why I did this. (laughs) So that was the end of those two questions. Like I said, I've only gotten two submissions. I really hope 
that once this episode you know, gets out there and my listeners start hearing it and just kind of realize like, this is completely anonymous. Like not just like, I would not say the name on the podcast, but like, I don't know who sent these in. Like I can't see the email they came from. So if you want to be identified by a certain signature or, you know, by like signing off a certain way, like that's totally fine. Um, so, you know, it's like your form that you submitted, but I am really just here to like, rely on my experiences to help other people. So quick disclaimer, and I probably should have led with this, but I completely forgot. I am just some girl in her closet because it's the quietest place in her apartment with a mic (laughs) and a computer. So if what I'm saying is not resonating with you or you're thinking like, no, I don't like what she said or whatever, please do not listen to it. (laughs) Like, don't follow my advice. I'm not, you know, like, a tarot card reader or anything like that. I don't know what's best for everybody. Ultimately, that is even why I made that series of knowing yourself and how to get there and the things you should be doing to get there because nobody knows you better than you. And as many details as I can get from you guys through this form, I still don't know the backstory or I still don't know like those inner thoughts that go through your head each and every day. So please do with that what you will. I really appreciate everybody who comes back every single week. A big goal for this summer for me is to work a lot on this podcast. I really, really want to try to have like an intro song and like a sign off and just do a better job, be a little more committed to it since I have a little more time on my hands. Um, And hopefully you guys stick around. Thank you so much for those of you who have taken time to scroll to the bottom to rate, review, whether that's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anywhere you guys are listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Truly, it is halfway through the year and I had set a goal for myself for December with this podcast in regards to like downloads and like how frequently I was able to do it. And even though sometimes I miss every week, (laughs) I have seen like that people are listening, that people do like the content I'm putting out. And I am truly appreciative of that because I was scared to do this for the longest. It was an idea that I toggled with in my head and I finally did it. But without those of you who hit play every time an episode is released, I wouldn't be able to continue to do this. So thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you guys back here next week.